Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I am Matt Shaver. Hi, everybody, and I'm Mike Pavlik. Thank you so much for being here today. And I have a bone to pick right off the bat. Uh, in a previous episode, I was talking about where do people from Iowa get off? I don't understand it. I don't understand why everyone from Iowa has a chip on their shoulder. I, I, I'm going to go out and make a bl- blanket statement. I don't like people from Iowa officially. I'm putting on the record. Um, mm. I don't think they're smart. I don't think they have anything going for them. I will fight. I will fight anyone from Iowa. That is you've a... got to give up all carbohydrates for saying that. Just so you know. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. They grow my bread. They... Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. So I, I made I made some anti-Iowa remarks in the last podcast. Then since then, I made a joke about Iowa on my news TikTok where I was like, a train blew up in Iowa and they needed to evacuate a town. And then they went to evacuate it. But nobody oh. was there. Yes, yes. Uh, no, did it I actually like, blow up? Sorry, it blew up. Yeah, it has oh, had. Fuck. It had a ha- typical Iowa. Like their train tracks don't even work. The train also derailed. nobody heard about it, which is also like very typical Iowa. Oh yeah, a massive hazmat spill in the middle of the country, and it's like no, no one even. Anyway, I post this joke on on TikTok, and I go, "Does anyone even live in Iowa?" Like that's the joke, and I'm not kidding. I have like five thousand comments on it now of just people being like, "I live in Iowa." I like just yeah. hundreds, hundreds. I live in Iowa and everyone like you, getting upset. Like, fuck you. You would never want corn or bacon again. I'm like, I hate to break it to you. Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you. You're not the only state that, that makes that stuff. You're not, you're not. The the bacon, the bacon, they, they stuck their head out too far. That was taken too far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, I'm from Ohio. Uh, we have corn, we have soy, we have some great uh, heritage breed pig farms. I don't. I, second of all, have it's you dude. seen the rest of the country? Seen how big some of these actual Midwest states are? What that th- that's like? Don't don't come at us because we have corn and wheat. Dude, I drove through Arkansas. Let me tell you, uh, what's that one song? It ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. It ain't nothing <laughs> to cut that Iowa off. Let me tell you, we can go ahead and run everything out of Arkansas. We got plenty of bumfuck nowhere room. Yep. Holy yeah. shit! And that's one state. That's one state. So I, yeah. I, don't, I don't get where these, these Iowa people, uh, you know, get off being like, we're, we're the almighty, we're the best state in the Midwest. No. First of all, fuck yourself. Second of all, I'll fight any of you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to be a fair fight by any I'd means. I'd like to watch that fight. By you would means. get absolutely shit rocked. By, I you didn't, would get I, your nope, ass beat. Nope. True? I did not, oh I did not say I did not say it was going to be a fair oh, fight. Okay. I never said that. Okay. I never said that. Okay. Okay. True. I'm going to show not. up with one of those baseball bats with nails. Stuck through the head. Oh, of it. you're just. Are you allowed to bring a weapon? Because they're uh, gonna bring those. You know those hay scythes that they have, where you pick yeah, up hay with. Right. They're gonna bring those, and I'm I'm worried for you. Maybe yeah. you want to bring more than just that bat. I'm gonna a bring a. I'm gonna bring a gun. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm oh, just, now I'm, you're thinking. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna. I, I I never promise it's gonna be a fair fight, but I'm I'm oh, over. Oh, but you are you are guaranteeing a win. I am. I'm I'm I oh. I think these people are dumb. They're uh, people. Everyone. I'm, uh, everyone from Iowa's dumb. And then I, I know this because half of them didn't get the joke. Like half of them didn't like they didn't understand it was a joke they didn't you know even though they they clicked on my account and they went and they saw that the literally the first thing it says is the news told through jokes they Mm. were like um no actually i live in iowa and this is this kind of is getting into another issue i have that i i don't want to get on because i've I've ranted long Mm. enough but Uh oh there are way too many let's just call them hmm slower thinking people on the internet that do not understand jokes like are incapable of deciphering when something is a joke and something is not a joke and will leave comments on things say like like very obvious jokes i'm not talking about like an edgy between the lines kind of humor i'm talking about like something as simple as like a yo mama joke and you could be like yo mama so fat uh, when she got on a scale yeah. and it says something like that, and and people would be like, "Well, a scale can't actually say that. A scale can't uh, actually say, uh, yo yo, too big. A scale actually doesn't have a reading that says too big. You know, like maybe, they, they maybe they're just fighting. Like maybe they're just fighting back for the scales. They're fighting back for the the inanimate objects that can't fight back for themselves. Scales have been persecuted for so long. They get these big, heavy, stinky, hairy, gooey." icky feet get up in the morning they're sweaty 
and they get stuck to the top of their bodies. Like maybe they're fighting for the scales because the scales can't fight for themselves. I'm trying to make a about point that? about people online that don't understand humor, and you are talking about scales. No one else gives scales. That was any one example. Scales just get persecuted time after time after time. The iron dome of our feet are stepped on these uncapable to fight back scales. Have you been they watching just, they don't... the communist documentaries again? What is going no, on? No, it's just, it's the, I just compared it to the Israeli Hamas dispute. Let's not do that. that. The, well, let's okay. not, let's not even, here's the deal. Don't even this, go into that dojo. This is, okay. this is the hanging shaft's okay, official statement on what's going on there right now. Um, We're Sweden. Terrible. We're neutral. Mm. Terrible. Really hoping for a resolution soon. Mm. All, all of our best wishes. Man, unfortunate that this is happening. Tough break. Tough, okay, so, tough break. So right, anyway. maybe maybe I shouldn't have gone. That was a little quick. I, I did Moving a quick on. draw. Uh, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about people. Oh who, yeah, people. Who yeah, literally just just don't. They don't get like this. This was the setup, and this was the punchline. They just read it like I picture. For some reason, I picture all of the all of their voices as being Ben Shapiro's, and just being like, that's not that's not how scales work. Or like any other sort. Why the chicken cross the road? Like that's not chickens. Chickens don't actually think like that. Chickens' brains you know are like. There's so many people that just don't. They don't get it. You know what I would love on the same topic of that. I would love if we could take those people that like call you out for those jokes and being like, well, actually, that's not actually what that means. Blah blah. And we could actually transplant them into like a conversation in real life. I would just think it would be so funny if like you were talking and said oh some God. kind of a joke. And then some like Norbit looking guy yeah. just comes in. He's like, well, actually, uh, the, the moon is actually 42,600 miles away from the sun. Not. And it's just like, oh, my Here's God, the thing. we're doing those this. People definitely, do those people definitely exist in like, oh, my ha- God, have I... been in have been in situations like that. But they you're not they're not on the computer. So they don't speak up. They won't say it. Yeah. They even won't if they say don't it. like even if they don't get it, they're not going to be like, um, act- they're just going to be like thinking to themselves like, oh, my God, I'm so much smarter. Than this, this knuckle dragging caveman, dude. Who is the guy from uh uh Boy Meets World? Uh, fuck Minkus. Holy shit! They're just they're just <laughs> millions of Minkuses. I fucking love millions that kid. of Minkus was such a legend. One hundred percent. I'm surprised Minkus wasn't those kid. One of those kids that was like, wow, this guy's such a nerd on the show. And then like it's Minkus thirty years later, and he's like a Versace model or something Buff, like that. It's like, yeah. whoa, man, Minkus got hot. No, some some guys are just like Michael Sarah, you know. It's just like, oh, that's just that's just or who's who's the Jesse Eisenberg? Oh, Jesse Eisenberg's way worse than Michael Sarah. There's a lot of people <laughs> yeah, I think that are yeah. very sexually attracted to Michael Sarah, and Michael Sarah's like, got agree. a good gig going on. Jesse Eisenberg, tough scene. Yeah, Jesse just Eisenberg tough is, scene. is just an all around like. I am a massive nerd in everything I do. Jesse and... Eisenberg is just like the quintessential kid where if you would poke your head into any high school in America and poke your head into their chess club meeting, it'd just be a Jesse Eisenberg sitting there. He, and of yeah. course, his name wouldn't be Jesse Eisenberg. It would be like Ronald Filson. I was going to say Ronald But he too. would look, yeah, there you go. Great minds to go like. Uh, he would look exactly like Jesse Eisenberg. It's like when, just, I, he's got when I, when I, before the Harry Potter movies came out, when I would read the books mm. and I, I read about the prefects, like the, the hoity toity older kids, kids that would like shepherd around the younger kids. Like I visualized Jesse Eisenberg's face before I had even seen him on screen. Like that was just the face that I saw when I would read the books. And then I saw him and I was like, oh, this is the guy that I've been thinking about the whole time. Like that's just a, sounds like a very sci-fi movie like setup. No, not at all. Imagine you're imagining what the person. I imagined like, him and it was into exactly being... like the person. He was. He had already been in your mind before he came to your eyes. Yeah, he's he's a very he's a very unfortunate, uh, just all around. But but he's famous. I think he lives in Indiana. I want to say he's a great actor. Oh, he's a great he's a great actor. actor. Yeah, but like you got one. He's got one note, but he he makes it shine. Like that's it's uh, he's great at it. Hey. If I had one note and it would get me millions of dollars, oh, yeah. I would suck that note till it's dry. <laughs> suck it till it's gonna, dry. I was going to try to make some kind of a comparison to a cow's udder, 
but it I really stumbled through that there and I just I wasn't able to fire it off. The gun yeah. jammed. And no ill will towards Jesse Eisenberg. He 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 I you know, I like everything he's he's been in pretty much, but um No, yeah, that's another subject we really don't want to get on. We that's touchy. No. Just like Israeli and Hamas is touchy, like oof, yikes. Jesse so, Eisenberg we're neutral on Jesse Eisenberg. Let's make that abundantly clear. And and we're you know, we're not a podcast to rip on people for their appearance at all, but No, uh, of course we you know, would never half of our you know, half of our of our team is hideously ugly but i'll let you guys decide yeah yeah. (laughs) seriously dude no no just kidding but but this this reminds me of something i thought of this week that i want to talk about Mm. which is just how crazy it is when you see someone who looks exactly like their dog do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah oh yeah Dude. Those are like people talk about the little joys in life. That is a little joy for me. Like if I ever 100%. am going through like a, a depressional spell, which are natural, but if I'm ever going through a depressional spell, <laughs> I'll just like be walking down the street or something and I'll see that or even drive my car and like look over to my left on a red light and I'll be like, that's the funniest, happiest, like most natural beauty I've ever seen. It's incredible. Like and it's and it and it happens just like that. Like it's never you're never seeking that out. You're not really going around mm-hmm. being like, "Ooh, let me stare at every dog I see and let me look mm-hmm. at their owners too." It's a very I do like, do that too though. I do yeah, but that normally that's what you're sniffing their ass from behind. I mean, we know that's that. That's a good point. But that's but point. but normally you're just like you, you know, like you said, you're at a car and you glance out the window or, you know, you're on a run and then you stop to wait for a light and you look to the side and there's something It's it's like it's always just like an unexpected joy. And I was what made me think of it, I was running through Lincoln Park the other day, and I, I stopped, I looked over, and there was a woman with a Labrador retriever, a golden lab. Hmm. And what I love about labs is this is like a great scenario for it, because labs can really look a lot of different ways. Like, they're kind of like this, like the Play-Doh of dogs in many ways. Like, a, wow. lab, a lab looks like a lab, but like, they can have long hair, they can have short hair, they can have a pep in their step, they can, you know what I'm saying? Like That was an absurd comparison. The what? Play-Doh of dogs, a fucking golden retriever, or what'd you yeah. say, a Labrador? Oh, yeah. wait, a Labrador or a golden retriever? They're whatever, different dogs. Whatever, they Labrador, all look, up, up, up. They're different Which dogs. Which one has like the, the light yellow hair? A golden lab? I think a golden retriever. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, I don't even, is a golden lab even a thing? Now you're just merging <laughs> just them. Make... This is, now you're really taking on the Play-Doh role. Fuck right, you. You can't, just, think... you can't be four-year-old Matt and just mash Play-Dohs together here. Okay, it, okay. it was, it was a, no, it's a, I just searched a golden lab. It is a dog. But... Okay, but you, okay, okay. But I, I, <laughs> I think. Golden retrievers are like very, they've got a, a large mane. Okay, like la- they're, they're, Their fur is very uh, fluffy, I guess. Okay, it, okay, we're, you're, Completely missing the point. All I'm saying is that those those type of dogs can have longer hair or shorter hair. They can have different kind of colorations to their coat, like, and they can be they can look happy. They can look sad. They I don't think I've ever seen a sad golden retriever. I'd like to I'd like to make that known. Let me tell you, let me finish. I'm walking through the park, and there is just one of those fat dejected probably late 40 year old people you know what i'm talking about where yeah. everything about them just says i'm sad and i'm exuding a sad aura and it's this i thought woman. you were describing i thought you were describing the dog and then you got to 40 year old and i was like what the fuck okay <laughs> go ahead it was this woman who was just like i'm trying to to think of a a way to describe her that's that's fitting um I'm nothing's coming to mind right now, unfortunately. But she just had describe her. She she like we're playing charades. She had the build of a pear. She had the build of like a pear. That's a bad start for her. Okay. And her hair late night eating. That means late night eating. Her hair was kind of Kurt Cobainish, but like flat and just kind of down the side of her head. Wow, this is not getting better. And oh no, no, that's what I'm saying. Nothing about her looked good. I just been trying to think of a nice way to say. Complexion, very pale skin, very not no not pale. Sorry, like pasty, like that grayish kind of skin. Oh yeah, that's. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how that happens. And some tough skin, fat arms where the fat like the fat the fat like had had a a tank top on, but like the fat droops down the arms. Oh my god, yes, it's like it's like when you lay dry cleaning out, like Mm -hmm. if but you're in Kansas, so it blows in the wind. That's literally what their arms are like. Yeah, you hanging on the line. It had no, it it kind of had a look of like when you let a candle burn a little too long and the wax starts. Like that's kind of what her arm. It had that effect. Yeah, it had that like dripping effect. Dude, I just want to like I I just want to be. Those 
people's person uh, maybe this is controversial but like those people's personal trainer just to get that arm flab to like a manageable level oh no those those like, people don't have personal they've given up on no but I, I i will literally i will go pro bono i will literally pro bono them just so they can remove the wizard no, sleeves no, literally no, on their no, body mm-mm. and and then we can do there was a tlc thing that i remember watching way back when where this dude was like 700 pounds and he got this personal trainer and he basically had him do like water gallon squats from his sofa for like the first three months because that's the only thing you could do or something like that. And I don't know, ever since then, I've been kind of like motivated when I see somebody like that. I'm like, let me just put two gallons of water in your hand and maybe we'll just shadow box with it, you know, okay. and we'll just run um, through that. That's a well, little aggressive, but maybe. sorry, that was a rant. That was, I don't know, I, I'm really lost. Also, you said wizard sleeves. That is a term for the lips of the vagina. Just want to let yeah. you know so that in the future, you don't make the same mistake. Yeah. And uh, I, but Well, yes. I think that you could call it more than one thing. So there's, I could say wizard sleeves, the lips of a vagina, her arms look like the lips of a vagina. I've seen her arms more mm. recently than I've seen the lips of a vagina. But yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so now that you've uh, derailed that harder than the Iowa train, I, yep. I basically she had a slight hunch as well, and was just kind of walking like she had just gone to her favorite like grocery store to get a get to get her favorite bag of candy and found out that the they were sold out of that. Candy. Oh yeah. So that was kind okay. of the that was kind of the aura she had, and she was kind of sad and dejected, walk like barely walking, like just kind like just one foot in front of the other like a child like just dragging just kind of dragging this dog leash and then next to her is just this i guess labrador that looks exactly like her like the fur is kurt cobainy same color as her hair matted down and is just drooping down the sides of it in the same way that her arm fat is drooping down her arms the dog is also looking down, not looking up at the world, excited, happy, looking down. Head is at the same angle as the woman's head and is matching her pace just in step one foot in front of the other. And just again, just looks like he went to Petco and normally they gave him they give him a nice tasting little bone. And he went there this time and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, they're out of the bone and had the same exact aura and everything is this woman and i literally stopped running and i was just like oh my god this should be a like this should be in a museum this image you should be in a museum that's i wish what I, that's what i wish people would do like you have all those character artists that are like probably in lincoln park too and stuff like that i wish those people would be in a place like lincoln park but draw not even like draw that woman in that moment if they noticed it but also like if i was in the caricature business like that i would go ahead and people watch and try to find the craziest person doing the craziest thing during people watching and then draw that and like sell that at my at my mart but back to the dog and the lady i mean yeah i bet that is what it was with the dog is that he or she i don't know what the dog's gender is but they were both it's they were they neither of them had a gender i don't think unfortunately yeah uh but she was probably expecting whatever the owner was eating like I bet he was yeah. going to get some candy or get yeah. some potato chips or get Sour some Patch kids or something. They were just, both oh, man. it looks, and the, it, well, do you only... think dogs, do you uh, think was... dog's mouth gets like cut up from Sour Patch kids? Like, like no. if I fed a dog Sour Patch, no, no, you don't think the dog would be like, wow, no. I'm going to start whining have, because my mouth is mouths. cut up. I think they're, I think they're, I think they're just, they can eat like they hold sticks in their mouths. Like if we did ah, that, shit, we'd, we'd cut up our, we'd cut it the fuck out of our mouths and shit. I feel like. But do you think our mouths would evolve to being more sturdy before we died? Within our lifetime, you're saying if you, sure. if you, no, no, no. You don't think they kind of callous? Like you know how some people like. If oh, you they... mean like scab? That's different than evolve. That, that, that okay, that is very different from evolve. Fair, but like you know how you walk on a beach if you're like a beach person, and then your feet get like real yes, strong, and you can yes. walk on anything. Like you get hobbit feet, and you can walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, hobbit feet—that's good way. So, do you think our mouths would change like that? We start putting sticks in our mouths. Probably not, because I feel like the cells in our mouths die and regenerate and like uh, replace themselves. Like if you bite the inside no. of your cheek or hit your tongue or whatever, you know, it 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 fixes in like a week. I feel like yeah. the same sort of thing would happen. It's a very but scientific answer. The I only, that. the only, um, the only silver lining beyond the fact that it was just an amazing sight to see was the fact that they were still going for a walk. 
Like they hadn't they hadn't quite completely given up yet. Don't get me wrong, yeah. they looked like they were maybe a day or two away from completely yeah. giving up, but I may have witnessed what what could have been their last walk ever. Was it at least uh was the sun shining outside? That might help. It was, it was, but I think they okay. were in the shade. And it was it was Ooh. sad but beautiful. It was like a sad beauty, you know? It's like when someone gives a really good eulogy at a funeral. That was the same sort of vibe of this woman walking her dog that looked just like her. I feel Have like a s- really good I feel like a really good eulogy is like uplifting though. It kind of makes you feel like Yeah, but you're still at a the funeral. The person isn't all lost. True. You know? It's very true. I just imagine this woman was like Brooks from Shawshank Redemption's wife, and she just found out that Brooks died. So then she was like, oh, well, fuck. If Brooks is gone, then I guess I'm just going to go ahead and walk this dog real quick. Maybe give it a bone or some food, and then I guess I'm going up right next to him. <laughs> also, if Brooks' wife was still around after like 40 years He of definitely him being didn't in prison, have a wife. No, he definitely did. But, you know, you got like parts of movies that aren't included. and He you know, for you don't know sure did not have a wife. Hey, you never know. Brooks is a good looking dude. He did he not have, he did not, and he, no, hey, no. you never know. But so that was my, that was my little joy for the week. I don't know if you have any of those that you saw. I know it's kind of a, a random thing to think of on the spot if you have any of those that you've seen, but it is one of life's true beauties. It reminds oh, yeah. you that nature is, is, can be beautiful, you know? It's one of those things where you kind of question whether or not you're in a simulation or not. You're like, mm-hmm. wow, that's a little too identical to not be right. made by some aliens in another galaxy. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just see, like, it's just such a perfect match where you're like, okay, they have, they know, right? Like, the owner has to know. Right. Oh, I, I look just like my dog. My dog looks just like me. But there's always that little question in the back of your head of like, oh, but I, but if I went and asked them that, they probably they'd be offended. They, they'd be offended. They probably yeah. don't. They probably do. and that's why I think it's they'd exciting. Be like, Are you asking me about my weight scale right now? That's not right. a funny joke to make. What's right. wrong with you? Right. Did you I, just like, ask me how much my dog weighs? It would be like they're the one person on Family Feud who picks the lowest, like the category with one person in it. Like if you asked fifty people around you, "Hey, does this guy look just like his dog?" Forty nine people would be like, "Yes, absolutely," and then they mm. would be the one person that'd be like, "I just don't see it." Uh, I, yes. I don't see it, you know? The one person that like keeps you in jury duty for like uh, way longer because they're like, I think he's actually not guilty. I just don't like, understand. Holy shit, man. He literally was still covered in the blood when he was on the witness stand. Like, what else do we need <laughs> to do for you, There's a video of it. There's a exactly. Video. They yeah. literally showed it in court. Uh, I, I don't have any exact examples of that, but I definitely have noticed that. And I know we talked about this on the podcast before, but it does make me think, uh, which always spooks me out, is the husband and wives that l- like start mm. evolving to oh, look yeah. like they're like their siblings, like those that two, those two St. Louis people with guns on their front lawn? Yeah, like those those people. Yeah, they they looked more <laughs> like if you took like Humpty Dumpty and <laughs> like uh, who's Lola from Big Mouth, and like mm-hmm. put them in real life, like Mary Humpty Dumpty and Lola, and that was pretty much those people. Also, yeah. what the fuck was up with that lady having a fucking James Bond pistol? What is yeah, this? Like the 18- tiniest little like shoot you under yeah. the table after a card game Dude. pistol. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, well, well was- at first I saw it, and I was like, why is that pistol ridiculously small? And then I was like, oh my god, maybe this woman is actually fifteen feet tall. <laughs> Dude, they had the ratios all wrong because the dude that was about three feet, four inches had like like a fucking AR-30 on him. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty's arms are little twigs and he's got an assault rifle. It was like, dude, you're going to fire that thing and it's just going to go up into the clouds. You're not going to be able to keep that thing down. That was a hilarious picture. Like it just looked, everything was off in it. Nothing made sense. Yeah. It was like, shoot me with that small gun. What, is a wooden pellet going to come out? It's not even going to like pierce my skin. What are you doing? Yeah, it looked like a toddler drew it, and then it came to life. It's like, oh, so the man is taller than the woman, but his gun's four feet long, and her pistol <laughs> yeah. is the her yeah. pistol is three yeah. inches. Like, you can imagine a little kid drawing that, yeah. and then it came to life. Yeah. It's like Doodle Bob, but for yeah. like people, yeah, yeah. Like, what am I looking ridiculous. at? Was, Jesus Christ. People, yeah. that's, I mean, people, uh, people are fucking fantastic. On, on, on that note, so you were you were on that fishing trip last week. We actually mm. had a had someone that that told me to ask you about your fishing guide, 
and kind of gave me said he was talking a little bit about Elon Musk or something or what the what the fuck was going on with this this fishing guide you had. So I drove up to Tennessee this past weekend to go on a fishing trip with some buddies. Um and yeah, we went ahead and booked uh two fishing guides for the trip. So it was like five people that were there, so we had to split up into two boats. So three of my buddies had to go into one boat and me and another buddy had to go into the other boat. And we knew nothing about the guides going in, like only knew them through email. Uh, the other guide that me and my other buddy were going with was a dude that basically in the same thing as like the Play-Doh, he like took some silly putty on it, was like, hey, let's grab something and jam it on top of the main guide. Like the main guide is like, this is my living, this is what I do. And then the other guy was just something that they were just like, oh, shit. He was like the clone where like something else accidentally got in the cloning machine and like fucked him up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. He just, he kind of just got like thrown into the bunch. It's like, oh shit, we need somebody to like, you know, check in to the game and play. Okay. You janitor come out and play. So you're just some random guy. Um, so we go up, we have no idea what to expect. We're just like, all right, we're going to be, you know, optimistic about this and hope the best, what could go wrong? Like if we catch no fish, whatever, you know, shit happens. So we both go our dividing ways in the morning. It's like six in the morning to start off the day. And we meet this guy right off the bat. And you can just tell immediately that he is like hard nosed, like looks like he's been in the concrete business for like 40 years. So me going into the boat, like I'm fully expecting to speak six words to this guy and like just put hooks in the water all day and hope I know what the fuck I'm doing. and like can pull something out of my ass (laughs) it takes a complete left turn the dude is a chatterbox right off the bat but he's a chatterbox in the way that imagine you know how you have like the uh animations or cartoons or whatever where it's like the devil shows up on one shoulder yeah yeah yeah, the angel on the angel on the other one imagine taking that but our fishing guides is one shoulder is the most hard-nosed like psycho conservative oh, redneck no. from the backwoods, like just so old fashioned. And the other guy is just the most left wing, nutty, looney tune, <laughs> like fuck? intergalactic psycho dude of all time. Just totally on Two totally different spectrums. Very So we somehow got into two boats that was literally like Fox News on heroin and like uh, MSNBC on whippets or whatever. I don't know. Take liberal and conservatives. All right. Your metaphors are starting to to get wild. What did what did this guy do? What did he say? Get to the fucking meat. What did he what? What did this guy say? What were some of the the clippets, the sound bits? What did he say and do? Uh, so he, the best one probably from the whole trip was that he was starting to go on a rant about Katrina and like, who is to blame for Katrina? (laughs) Katrina, like from 15 years ago, Katrina. Yes. Katrina from 15 years ago. So apparently he worked for the the army Corps of engineers and started going on a rant about how bad it was, how it was, and I'm sure it was how much worse it was than how it appeared, blah, 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 blah. And then we're at some fishing spot and we're just about to go ahead and like take off and go to the next fishing spot. And he's ranting about Katrina and who's to blame and what went wrong. And he's just like, and you know who made the most money off Katrina? I'll tell you. It was that damn Colin Powell and his daughters. And then the dude just floors it. Like, rips off in the speedboat You guys almost 60. fall off the boat. And, and I'm so flustered. So I've been so flustered the entire time because he said so many controversial things that oh, no. I don't know how to respond to it. Because I'm like, do You're I like, fight yeah. back? And like, no. yeah, right. Yep. But I'm I'm more charismatic no, about yeah, that in because that scenario, I don't want to give a bad in that experience. scenario, you you can't do anything because you're like, oh, okay, I am stranded on a boat in a strange lake in a strange state with a crazy man, and I don't want to piss him off. And anything so I you say have to that take rubs him the wrong way is yep. is going to get me axe murdered and thrown and in, into the lake with something attached to my ankles. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You can't you that that's a scenario where you just have to be a yes man, like an enthusiastic, like, oh, I hear you, man. And when they ask you a question, you just yep. kind of go like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I think. And but what do you think about that? Like, you oh, know, you yeah. just kind of have to skirt around answering. Dude, 
and let me tell you, he was saying some controversial things where it was like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah, uh huh. Oh, and like the good thing about it was that he would just keep going. So I didn't really have to contribute <laughs> right, much to say at anything. all. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the best because then you just get to hear the crazy shit they're talking about. He'd be like, you know, right. people want to make Puerto Rico a state. I think we should just blow the whole fucking thing up. I mean, it's just an island, yeah. right? We've been bombing islands for fun. just be like, okay, yeah, 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 man, I get that, man, yeah. It's like the hurricane almost took him out. You know, the hurricane, you know, Trump sent that hurricane. He could control the hurricanes. <laughs> he sent it to Puerto Rico to try to take him out, but God damn it, they're hey, a resilient bunch. Yeah, they wouldn't go stubborn. down. Those sons of bitches, man, I'll tell you. Yeah, uh, it was shit. it was wild. I, I won't go too into it because it's literally too... Bad. controversial to yeah. tell too much of the story uh but another hilarious thing that he was uh going on like a huge rant about was that uh nancy pelosi controls the railroads <laughs> and she has a monopoly on the railroads I, that was one of my favorite ones Stop. that was so fucking funny so, oh yeah nancy fucking pelosi who gets like her hair done every day and eats out know. of fancy restaurants unbelievable I don't know why people think that, like, a woman that is literally closer to a lizard than a human being is this, like, all-controlling <laughs> being. I mean, I guess she's... Railroad tycoon. Oh, yeah. So, like, there's some merger with, uh, like, Canadian Railroad and another big railroad conglomerate or something like that that has been talked about for a while. And, like, another railroad company was coming in and trying to outbid them. But I mentioned that because I was like, yeah, what about that? What's going on with that? And he was just like, it's all Pelosi. <laughs> she She controls all three. And in my head, I'm like, dude, this, sh- like, I can't wrap my Reddit head around this. Like, this shit is yeah. going above QAnon Well, for me. I was gonna say, going to say, like, on? this this guy has to be a QAnon guy, like, for sure, right? Like, had- he never made a, he never made any mention of it, Um, but I was waiting for, like, a convincing, oh, we've What are the overboard. chances that he stormed the Capitol? Oh, uh, if this man stormed the Capitol and I was a police officer... I would strip down to nudity and just run away. Dude was terrifying. Played linebacker for Louisville. Oh, Jesus uh, He also had like eight lives that he lived, apparently. He also might be immortal. Played linebacker for Louisville. <laughs> uh, worked for the Army Corps of Engineers during Katrina. Uh, ran his own um, like lumber and timber business, tree Jesus. trimming business, which uh, apparently he made it sound like he was like on the level of like Bill Gates. Ed, but gave it all up. It was the oh, weirdest thing. Right. Yeah. Guys like, like that. I could have been. Guys like that always are. They call themselves. I used to be a CEO. I used to own a company. It's like, then, yeah. then why don't you still? Why are you still working? Like, so why now... are you here on a fishing boat with me? Yeah. I was like, why are you trying Being to my teach bitch. the biggest goober of all time? I am just. Uh, I the hate biggest dude. Goober. That is a certain type. And of I'm redneck. paying you three hundred fifty dollars for six hours, and you're saying that like you could have gotten the money but you chose right. not to Dude, like, that is that what? is a, that is a subset of redneck that is probably my least favorite where it's just like oh yeah i used to own this or do this or bang her or blah blah and then and then <laughs> literally the only thing you want the only thing you want to say is then why don't you why aren't you still fucking doing it why well, are you the- doing whatever sh- and it's always they always bring it up as a complaint while they're doing their actual job, which is like mowing my fucking lawn. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, don't complain to me about how you used to own Tesla if you're now mowing my lawn. Because my first thought is going to be, well, why the fuck aren't you there? Why aren't you doing it's always, that? It's always just such like an indirect, passive aggressive complaint, though. You know what I mean? 100%. It was, like, it was like, oh, I love being out. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love the outdoors. I love doing it too. But as far as being like borderline off the grid, like, fuck to the no and granted i'm a city slicker through and through but i still love the outdoors and love all that comes with it but like the indirect path is aggressive it's like look either bitch or like fully commit to the lifestyle you're living like he tried to like flex on all this like fishing technology he had too i was like dude that's that's fine too like i've got congratulations you got a government check and spend it on fishing stuff shut the fuck up shut the fuck up the they up. might not. They might not have been able to find him to give him that government check. Yeah, he's you gotta off stay the off grid. the grid. You gotta he's stay off the grid. But the funny thing too was that the exact opposite boat was like with a guy that was a just level-headed, nice guy. Like probably snorted a 
flour container amount of cocaine before he took these guys out and just (laughs) nonstop talked, like said that Elon Musk was from the future. Yes, that's what, uh, yeah, that's what, uh, which was was one of the funnier fucking things. He's like, Elon's here to save the world. Like, yeah, like it's like, wow, dude, you told you've watched way too many Keanu Reeves movies, uh, but also talked about like, uh, food, like as far as raising food, it was like, and the classic line, I guess, with that boat was like, yeah, he would like be bringing up some like pretty good points that I would agree with. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then he would just go ahead and like drive off the track. And you'd be like, whoa, what the fuck okay, are you talking about? Here's, here's the thing. Here's here's kind of my, my question is. So clearly these guys are like pretty conservative guys in many ways, um, probably have some crazy ideas that people would want to completely cancel them for today. I think the problem with the world today is like there are millions of people in America that look at a guy like that and they're like, he shouldn't be allowed to have that opinion. He shouldn't be allowed to voice that opinion. Like he shouldn't be allowed to exist as a human being. The fact of the matter is like, no, this man does exist. There are millions and millions, half of our country is like this man in many ways, probably not as fucking batshit crazy, but in many Ah. ways is like this man. And as bad as that is, that is the way it is. And I would rather have a guy like that on my fishing boat with me than, let's say, some guy who worked at a bank in New York who actually was successful, who retired, and then was like, during my retirement, I'm going to become a fishing guide. Like, then just some cut and paste white bread loser who you're not scared of. I want to be on the verge of shitting myself while I'm on the boat the whole time going, is this man going to throw me in the rudder if I say something wrong and use me as chum for the next group that comes out here? Like that is, you want a little bit of that when you're in this scenario. You don't want, that. that's exciting. That's where stories like this come from. You don't want some fucking oh, yeah. loser, right? Like you want oh, this. Oh yeah. I either want to question my entire existence, um, feel like I'm fishing with a man from 200 years ago, <laughs> or hear the most like, ridiculous stories that sound like they're just pulled out of books from borders <laughs> and just like at an endless amount, like just drown me in Crazy stories. Crazy stories. Oh yeah. That's what I want on Crazy a fishing stories. trip. And that's, that's usually what I've gotten. Like I've gone out with enough guides. That's usually what you get, but at a super normal level, these guys were, these guys were straight up outliers. I have never had that ridiculous of hearing stories from two boats than the two <laughs> boats that I heard from the stories on a six hour fishing trip but i think that really is the biggest thing that like opened my eyes and not that i hadn't been aware of it but it's just like it's been a very long time going through quarantine and everything but like man like we have a veil over our eyes so much by like living in major cities and stuff like that like we probably try to say like oh we get it but dude you do not get it until you spend like extended time and i didn't even spend that much time but even a little bit until you spend a little bit of time with I mean, it is those people in those kinds of areas from really rural areas. You go, holy fuck, like, you'll believe anything. And right. that, and that you is, believe and it. That right there is the fundamental you, flaw. Yeah, you'll tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm just, oh, yeah, just builds on stuff. And that's, that's on both sides. Yeah, right. That's on 100%. That's what I was just about to say is that is the fundamental flaw with so many people in the country is they don't put themselves in situations where you experience that on either side. Like, if you never go to a Black Lives Matter rally, like, and you're in that environment or around some of the people who are way, way far left in that, like, not even that Black Lives Matter is that far left. And then you go way the other direction and you're like, I am in the middle of Tennessee with a man who thinks that Elon Musk is a savior and Donald Trump is actually uh, an no. alien king of the world. Different guy, different guy. Right. But okay, the man, yeah, yeah, yeah. The man who, who thinks that, you know, that, that no, that women shouldn't be allowed to vote, right? Like, oh, that, unless, that's more accurate. There unless we go. you now put you're on yourself the right in in a scenario where you experience these people, you start to live in your little bubble and echo chamber, and and that's what everyone's been in for the past year. And oh, some people, way longer than that. Some people, well, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yes, w- way longer, but especially over the past year, and that's what I'm excited for bo- about probably most as things open back up is just the fact that like okay, we will be exposed. And it's not always great. Sometimes you're exposed to something like that and you get stabbed on the New York subway and you're like, oh, well, I guess the world is, you know, bad in that way. Shit, okay. But then in other ways, like it is how you learn 
and ha- you learn about other people and cultures and backgrounds and you start to hopefully have some more empathy and understanding of things. So you're not just like, oh, everyone thinks just like me and their lives are just like mine. And if you don't think like this, you're an idiot and you shouldn't be allowed to live here, right? Like it's, it's p- more people need to get out of their shells and do that shit is basically what I'm trying to You know to what say. I think we should do? I think we should sit down with Biden and uh, propose to him a fishing draft similar to the Vietnam draft, except if you're drafted, you have to go on a fishing trip for one weekend. You go each day throughout the weekend. So it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you get drafted, your birthday falls on whatever, you know, pinball right, that's right. pulled out of the crate or whatever. You have to go on a fishing trip in rural location in the country with other people you do not know, you know, eight to 12 people that you do not know. Mm-hmm. And you have to go on a fishing trip with some guide for Friday, Saturday, Sunday and live out of that town. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that would break them out of their Absolutely. Chamber. Great that idea. Would be I was hilarious. Just say, and we need, we that, need to tape it, though. It needs to be on HDTV. This is also a reality TV show. Just another great idea we've had. But yes, abs- and the of best course. part is, if you did that, it would be fine. It would be completely fine. Like it would, it would be total. Like unless it ended up in a, in there's one person who thinks drastically differently from everyone else, and everyone else is kind of gangs up on them. It would be fine because people generally do not like confrontation. And yeah, there might be some opinions and there might be a lot of tension up front, but if you're like, okay, you have to spend this weekend together, like that's, it would happen. People would do it. That's just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like survivor in the real world. If they had a kid of reality TV. Yeah. That would, that would be the kid. And you got to let them camp. They have to camp together too. Right. You got to make your own food. You have to figure out a certain set of supplies that they get. Oh no, 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 no. Bill, or one of our friends is just going to be Bill Malley. You already (laughs) said his fucking name. (laughs) I did that slip. Fuck. Uh, he's he's actually the main cook. He he's like the chum cook, the this navy is our cook. Our friend who's actually homeless, but just goes around cooking for random people at this park in Tennessee. It's very strange, but he, you know, let him live his life, whatever he wants he, to do. Yeah, he he deserves a Michelin star and a James Beard award, but the award committees just can't find him because he lives in the woods. He's yeah, kind of like yeah. he's kind of like if the Unabomber and Wolfgang Puck had a kid. In certain states, they refer to him as the skunk ape. I believe. <laughs> yes, and he's actually never been photographed before, uh, but but he exists out there. there there's some rough photographs have been taken, but uh, nothing that is the best part is he's gonna, to he's gonna to listen to this and he's gonna be like, oh, they said my name, and then he's gonna have to listen to us grill him for a minute. That's gonna be even better. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, it's all about it's all about returning serve and then <laughs> you know having your own serve. So I know he's gonna serve some some massive shit talking back up right, on me. So right. I'm ready for just it. not on a, a podcast of 500,000 people like ours is. But right, yeah, exactly, I, I, yeah, I think um, I'm excited for the world opening to, to begin to have those experiences again. I think people need to get out of their comfort, their comfort zone. But, and, and here's the thing. When that happens, it doesn't mean you need to agree with everything the people say or even like being in that situation. Like no one, no one likes this kind of situations. I think instead of this was going to be my Biden proposal, but I like your fishing one a little bit more. Mm. I was going to say every American should have to go to either the post office or the DMV once a month, not to actually get any paperwork, but to spend like three hours there. Because those are some of the last microcosms of like, okay, here's everyone in America in one room. And I think if you if you did that, it would be miserable, but at least it would give you some context for what other people in our country are like and what they're going through and all of this stuff. It would be hell. DM- but but here's the problem. It it whenever you're exposed to things or people you don't like, it it can be hell. It can be annoying. You're out of your comfort zone. That is the definition of being out of your comfort zone. And people are just scared of that. I feel like that's one of those kindergarten rules. It's like the only things I needed to know in life I learned in kindergarten. It's like be out of your comfort zone. So that's a good little lesson there. You know, if you're, yeah. if, you're if you're scared to do something or something makes you uncomfortable, that's another reason that you should go and do it. So when you're questioning that, just just go hang out with the DMV or the literally just go, for yeah, a couple just hours. go, yeah, yeah, show up to the DMV, bring a subway sandwich, bring two, bring just bring a blunt, just bring a blunt, bring start a smoking blunt. a blunt in the DMV. And, bring you know, two Subway sandwiches, yep. like a bring like a Game Boy Advance, like just uh, bring bring a yeah. whole bunch of stuff and just spend three hours there. And I I I guarantee that 
you'll have some you'll have some experiences i can't tell you i mean oh yeah I, you'll have experiences I think, DMV, I think the dmv is like 10 times crazier than the post office personally i i've had actually like pretty good experiences with the post office uh but other people that i know that go to the post office a lot that will remain unnamed i know have had some absolutely hellish experiences there oh yeah just but just yeah i think if everyone had to do that that you know we would at least be more understanding of what else is going on in our country other than you know just getting a little taste of it you know maybe once a year when something happens right true yeah on the uh on the same uh line of that that i just remembered something i want to bring up on the podcast uh that happened to me literally today about four hours ago i was going to the grocery store to pick up some things and i was pulling to the grocery store uh and i saw a homeless guy just on the side uh, but he was just getting out of the grocery store and he pulled something out of his bag. I was waiting for another car to go by and he was like right next to me, pulled something out of his bag. Look over. I noticed that it's a bottle of, uh, maple syrup and he just unscrews stop, the cap on stop. the maple syrup. Swear to fucking God. Literally swear to God. Stop. I cannot make this shit up. Un unscrews the cap on the maple syrup and just goes ahead and flips it and starts chugging the maple syrup. Okay. I was like, holy shit. Like, Hold on. I'm not even kidding you straight out of Super Troopers. Not okay. Oh, so, so he literally, there's, there's no way it was filled with booze. Are you positive about that? Uh, no, I'm definitely not positive. But I mean, he, was, he had a grocery store bag from the grocery store. It looked like there were other contents in there. He was in the grocery store parking lot next to the grocery store building. And he pulled out a bottle of maple syrup. No. Unscrewed the top. No. I, I don't know if it like unsealed or whatever. And literally started chugging the bottle of maple okay, syrup. Okay, so I, I want, don't know if it's just like a I chug really, zone for homeless really people. I really, really want to believe that that is maple syrup and that this man is like Willy Wonka after his factory closed. You know, when it got closed down for the Oompa Loompa uh, labor violations. I really want to believe that's what it was. Mm, that was but during having, the 1920s, right? Having a, a lot of experience with homeless people it is probably, in all likelihood, just a vessel for booze. Like he was just my, like, here's an empty bottle that I can refill with booze, and it it will withstand the heat true. and the dark and getting beat up and true. <laughs> but still a hilarious log, visual log, to see. Log cabin, you know what the best flask is? Log cabin, <laughs> log light cab. syrup. That's what the fucking best flask is. I mean, it beats like the McDonald's cup that most most of those guys are using. You know, just oh the, yeah, the big like Seven Eleven, big Slurpees. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's a very good. Point. That's hysterical. But I, I, yeah, I didn't even think that far. My brain was thinking. I was like, like holy shit, is drinking this guy syrup? Well, I thought that, but then I was like, holy shit, does this Fucking guy think that if he, if he drinks all this syrup? My line of thinking was like, okay, if I was that homeless guy, I would be drinking this syrup and then think, okay, cool, I'm getting all this like sugar right. and calories. Maybe that's a buzz. I'm going to be good for the next week. Well, what I'm thinking is he's like, mm, okay, sustenance. sweet. If I chug this now, I can survive for like seven to 10 days with no more food. I don't know. I'm just speaking off the hip. Man, imagine he was going for a sugar high. Like his, you know, there's a lot of, unfortunately, Americans in, on the streets because of fentanyl and meth and uh, some of these other drugs. Imagine yeah, if he was know. on the streets because <laughs> literally he was addicted <laughs> to getting sugar high. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he was just fucking like needed to drink bottles of maple syrup every day. And people were like, this is going to kill you, Donnie. And he's like, I don't even care anymore. Just I, ain't, I ain't going to rehab. You can't make me fucking go to rehab. Oh, my God. I hate all of you. Yeah. It's like Requiem for a Dream, but it's er, it's like uh, Requiem. Fuck. Well, Requiem. Wow. Whoops. There's another. I'm usually good about every six episodes for some dyslexic moment. That was my I dyslexic I think you mean every moment. six minutes, but yes. Yeah, that too. That too. It depends how much I'm talking. I'm trying to think Requiem for a Dream, though. It would be like Requiem, requiem uh, for a Moon for, Pie. That might be pretty good. Requiem for an ice cream. Yeah, but I'm trying to say something that sounds like Dream. Requiem for a... Ice cream. Rhymes with Dream. Moon dream pie. cream, son of a bitch. Moon, you're right. moon yeah. pie. What do you? Moon pie doesn't even. Well, dream, remotely. dream, moon pie. My line of thinking was dream moon, moon pie, but I guess they don't really work together very dream well. Dreamworks moon. I'm yeah, I'm I trying to pick up your threads, but I'm struggling. Yeah, I was making that really difficult. Fuck. Re I, I'm on a little Debbie kick. I had some cosmic brownies this weekend. Oh, cosmic no. brownies and some other like uh, what's zebra the, cakes? No, they weren't zebra cakes. Not ho hos. I fuck. I love. Oh, ho -hos. the shitty like ho hos or where ones. I, no, they're they're like kind of a cupcake shape, and they got the swirly oh, line the, down the, the middle, the white fuck one. Those. Yeah, fuck those. yeah, the dipsy doughs. I didn't fuck those are. Whoever the hell they are. I'm not certain. Yeah, I'm not certain, but uh, they were on the trip, 
Keep oh, it up, God. Mike. You'll be drinking fucking maple syrup out of a bottle soon. You'll be... Dude, I was, yeah, geez. I was, sugar high. You'll be seeing me there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Eating man. people's... Rec, rec, how about Requiem, requiem for uh, heavy cream? Or Requiem for... Um, I like the last one more. Ice cream? Yeah, ice requiem, cream? Requiem for ice cream? Requiem for ice cream. <laughs> Get, like, the, the movie trailer guy to do the trailer for... We could build a pretty good movie off that, In a actually. world where everything is ice cream. Yeah, I um, I th- see, but that's a great experience, you know. If you didn't have that experience today, you might have forgotten that there are multiple ways to drink alcohol, or that there are, you know, people out there struggling with homelessness in this country. You, did you hear the story about? So there's another California wildfire. Woo woo! Surprise! Oh my God! What's Dude, going on? are you are you looking at some other news outlet that I'm not? paying attention to because you just saw talks about the iowa train yeah. and now i had no idea that there was a california so, wildfire well here's the thing I, I i have to read the news every morning to write my news jokes and 90 percent of them i don't write jokes about i just pick up the headline very quickly and mm. one of the headlines i almost wrote a joke about today was that there's like a, a palisades or whatever it's called there's a palisades forest fire in california i guess that's a city or something mm. uh that was started yeah. by a homeless man it was started by a homeless man. And hmm. the question okay. I have, the question I have is, is that man a hero? Uh, my gut reaction is hard no. Okay. Why? Is that a bad? Oh, I'm just curious. Why would he be, explain the hero I aspect? I mean, who? Is this an anti-hero aspect? I don't know. I was just going to say, aspect? like, who doesn't want to burn Los Angeles to the ground? I don't know. I mean, it just seems kind of like a, uh, like it, mm, like it's kind of been happening for the past five years, and it's almost uh, to the point now where it's kind of like, you know, you guys are fighting against, you guys are fighting a losing battle here. It's kind of like the Vietnam of, of uh, Mother Nature, you know? So, hot take statement, maybe? I always thought that Los Angeles was pretty sick, but actually what made Los Angeles not sick was the homeless people. So it does, does, are we are we team fuck LA? Because I I need it. Are we? I just don't fuck know. You what, LA? I don't know. I just, I just don't know what there is to like about LA at this point necessarily. Hollywood, right? Being but it, on the California coast, mm, food. I I would doubt like, that food's any good. If I'm being honest, what? Yeah, I doubt it. I, basically, I I I, kinda, I just think that's a hot take. I kind of look at this guy as. You know, maybe like a a hero. I don't know. Maybe he's like. Also, if if it's a forest fire, it's not like that. Wouldn't that mean it's in a forest? If it was, wouldn't it have to be called a city fire? If it was like burning yeah, down maybe, LA, maybe it, it gets to the city and it burns down. The, I I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, uh, it seems like Los Angeles has been losing the battle with forest fires. Like I said, it's the Vietnam battle with Mother Nature that is not going well. And I'm also getting really sick okay. of most of the celebrities that live in L.A. just being full of shit and using their celebrity to just preach essentially garbage. Is I got a lot you of garbage should, out of there. You should elaborate on this. I'm going to give you the talking stick and I'm going to let you no, go. No, 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 no. Let's, I, let's, I, no, you brought it up. Well, I, 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 you brought it up. Let's hear. I, I'm, I'm kind of in the opposite I haven't. I'm zigging I, where you're zagging. I, right have, now. I haven't heard many good things about Los Angeles ever, really recently, like in the past five years. It's like you always hear people are fake there. It sucks. It's overpriced. It's overcrowded. It burns every three weeks. Uh, everyone here moved here with a dream, and now they have a depressing life, and they're drinking out of maple syrup bottles. Oh, don't go to Skid mm. Row because it's literally. Uh, a city bigger than any city in Iowa of just homeless people. Like mm-hmm. I, th- there's no real good news coming out of of LA other than like the fake good news that they make in movies, right? That they're like, oh, but the world is great. It's just burning and around us and trying to stab us. Right? I, I don't know. I, I'm 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 pretty anti LA, and so maybe clearly maybe this guy was I don't know just trying to. Put, give the final push to Mother Nature and be like, you know what? Maybe LA shouldn't exist as a place. I don't know. I feel like there's other ways to de- to destroy a city that's not trying to burn. I feel like that's a hard way to. Yeah, destroy but you're a, city. a homeless man. How you, does how he, you, is how he aware of fire that? departments? Does he know about? Does he know about fire Mike, departments? Mike, we're talking about limited resources here. We're talking here. about a homeless man 
You, you, but but uh, uh, limited resources, but big dreams. So his right. big dream. I mean, it's you it's a what? tough scene if you got big dreams with limited resources. This That's might, not my fault. This might actually be the next Hollywood movie, the man who tried to burn L.A. Oh, I mean, obviously we need to get Gerard Butler in the looks starring homeless. role. Yeah, of course. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And, and he he's tries in, to yeah. burn L.A. He goes to prison where he's worked. Oh in a labor camp at a for-profit prison for several years, and then he escapes like Jean Valjean, who was, was he played by Gerard Butler? This might all be coming together. Uh, no, I thought he was played by Russell Crowe. Oh, I get Either them mixed Russell up. Crow yeah, they, or they're, the same, they're the same person to me, yeah. And he's Jean Valjean, he escapes prison, he comes back, and then he ends up becoming the mayor of Los Angeles, and then, um, and then he um, ends up uh, drinking himself to, to death? It, it with uh, out of a maple syrup bottle into a yeah in a parking lot. That's how it ends. Speaking of drinking, oh, no, he, to no, death. no. Wait, I'm sorry. What was the brand of the maple syrup you said? Log, Log cabin. cabin. So that's he, that's the Pavlik family. No, maple syrup this is what happens. Brand. Anybody this, else do anything else? Fuck you. I don't like maple syrup. He, it, it ends. Uh, it um. What? This is the ending of the movie. Okay, homeless man. This is the whole. This is the whole plot. Tell that me. Can't be the title. Tell me. No, no. Tell me you wouldn't watch this movie. Okay. Homeless man tries to burn down Los Angeles. We portray it in a way where it's like, okay, like we explain everything that I just did. You kind of, the audience starts to see it from a, okay, I understand this man's motive. Okay, I get it. Mm. Tries to burn down Los Angeles, gets caught, imprisoned. Jean Valjean moment is there working in a for-profit prison, escapes, works his way up, becomes the mayor of Los Angeles, achieves more than anyone thinks he could achieve, and ends up dying miserably maybe he jumps off a building and, oh. he, and his last letter is his his note or whatever it is is just a piece of paper with just the words log cabin on it like casablanca how his last word was rosebud and it's just oh i didn't know that it's oh. just them it's just them being like what's log cabin did he have another house and then his closest friends and assistants can't figure it out they're like what's log cabin and then it just pans in at the very end, he has a his mansion full of all this stuff now. He has a home, and he's bought in homes for all the homeless people, and it just zooms in on an empty log cabin maple syrup bottle, and then it ends, the movie ends. And did he drink himself to death? Yes, he like ends up becoming the villain. He ends up, the arc is he comes back, and he has this whole redemption story, but then he ends up, he ends up becoming the mayor of Los Angeles and prosecuting a homeless man who, who also tried to burn the city then at that point and he goes he doesn't then he he kind of realizes that he had become the thing he was always fighting against and so he he either dies or ends his life and he just leaves behind log cabin and they go i wonder if he ever really found happiness and then it just zooms in mm-hmm. on the little log cabin bottle and then it goes to goes to black i i'd watch that movie i'd watch that movie do you think that you should write that script and send it to Los Angeles? Absolutely, I would. I would see send if it to someone <laughs> from Los Angeles. Will take that script and make that movie, and then I don't know. Maybe you'll be a sellout, and then you turn into an LA a night, and then you're like, dude, it's the greatest place in the world. Here's the thing. I'm Here's just the like thing. TikToking all day. Here's and the thing. For the record, hanging out with Jake Paul. For the record. Okay. When I am famous enough to move to LA, it will be the greatest place on earth. I just want to I just want to put yeah, that out okay. there for the I'm record. Very happy you I said want to that. put that out okay. there for the record. When I am famous enough and successful enough to move to LA, it will be the greatest city in America. Now that being said, right now, fuck that. LA sucks. Your LA is yeah. a shithole. It should burn. It's a terrible place. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I I I took two movies in my head that made me think of the movie that you were describing. One of them was Harvey Milk. Okay. The other one was John Carpenter's They Live, if okay. you know what movie that could, is. I don't. Oh, it couldn't be more different than holy either fuck. of those, though. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, before I finish that one, I just remembered another hilarious situation <laughs> from my fishing trip with the guide. Yes. yes. So the dude talked about two of his favorite movies. The two favorite movies oh, no. could not have been more different. The first <laughs> movie that he brought up, he didn't even know what it was called. He said it was a, a John Kittle movie, I think. I think it was John Kittle. Uh, Man, I gotta make sure that I'm. No, no. On what's that. the title? What's the title? Uh, shit. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, oh my god, I can't remember. Not important. The title really it isn't is important. important. It's about okay. Well, I'll try to figure it out. It's about uh some like womanizer who gets broken up with, and he's an alcoholic, and he slits into an alcoholism like womanizer. Uh, Bill Gates like, spree that he goes on. John and Mulaney. The only scene. What? 
No, no, John no. Mulaney? This is from oh, okay. 1989. Oh, it's a 1989 movie, which is also hilarious that the like his favorite movie is some obscure movie from 1989 with, I'm going to think of the actor, some random fucking actor that is so irrelevant. Kevin Bacon. But the only scene that he remembers from this movie is this one, the main character is cheating on, uh, or no, is having sex with another woman and the woman is cheating on her husband with him and her husband comes home and I guess what she likes is having the guy use a glow-in-the-dark condom. So the main character is using a glow-in-the-dark condom and then somehow, this is how my fishing guide described it. Also, these are the kind of conversations we were having. So let's okay, sum that get, up. Okay, continue, continue, continue. The, the root of the story is the guy comes home, busts them having sex. And then the next thing I know, he's talking about how both of the guys have glow-in-the-dark condoms on. And they're running around a dark room trying to chase each other with glow-in-the-dark condoms on. And my fishing guide was like legitimately cracking up at this. He was like, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then... Straight from that, he cracked into how his other favorite movie is The Lion King, and that <laughs> fat little pig is, like, the Pumbaa? funniest little thing of all time. Yeah, Pumbaa. So he started going into that rant about how his his second favorite what? movie, besides glow-in-the-dark condoms from 1989, is, family is The friendly, Lion King. Yeah, like, the greatest and, Disney, unbelievable. Yeah, and how he described it, he was like, yeah, I was, in, I was in the recliner, I was in the easy chair, and we were watching one of our friend's kids. And let me tell you, I was fucked up watching TV. And next thing I know, this little girl's in my lap. And she's like, look at the fat little pig. And I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, what a cute little oh fat pig. Man. This man And was imagine on... me sitting there. I am like, I'm terrified this about guy what had the to be on that I'm like hearing. Quaaludes and so many drugs and different things when he was watching both of these. Oh, fuck. Absolutely. No, this man, this man lived off three things. Let me tell you the three things he lived off. He lived off of jalapeno cheese crackers, which apparently you cannot find anywhere in the United States. This man treated it like this was like Da Vinci paintings. That oh, he was you never had crackers out. like these. I swear to God, I'm not even like, oh no, I've like, never seen crackers like these. You yeah, I was like, correct. oh my God, yeah. let me try this. What's jalapeno? Wow, yeah. this must be something from India. This you must sir be a crazy are a spice. One of a kind cracker. I mean, you have a one of a kind cracker. Yes. So jalapeno cheddar crackers, which apparently was like a delicacy okay. to have in the boat. Second thing was uh, Tootsie Pops, oh which I am really ashamed to admit. I love Tootsie I have Pops. Not had a, yeah, I think we had this debate in an earlier episode. Uh, I had a preconceived notion that I did not like Tootsie Pops. Uh, I really like Tootsie Pops. Mm, get they fucked. were awesome. For the had record. The raspberry <clears throat> flavor. They were delicious. For the record, get fucked. Continue. And the third thing was what, what kind of I mean, it's just another day in the life. The third thing. The best thing, the most outrageous thing, not even that it was that bad, but just it's one of those things that you just never eat. You just don't. Third thing, potted meat. No, that's potted not- <laughs> meat. No. And you know what he made us? So we were we were held captive. This was basically the movie room. We were literally held yes, captive we're on, a on boat. this man's yes, boat. Yes, we've been over that. So what he instructed us to do was dip the jalapeno cracker in the potted meat. He opened up a can of potted meat. He had like a Costco container of potted meat on his boat. So he took it out, showed it to us, and then gave us a pot of meat can. He's like, dude, you got to try it. I mean, granted, it's really just like potted bologna or like canned bologna. It's not that gross, but just the fact that it's called potted meat, and he basically like shoved it down our throat like it was a dog trying to take a pill. Uh, You know, in the beginning of the Powerpuff Girls, when he like mixes all those things to make the girls, like you just described what we would need to mix together to to birth this man. Like if we just collected those three things he would like spring up out of the ground like as a new there'd be another one of them right like and and let me yeah let me give the direct comparison of what this man was then with those ingredients going into a cauldron those ingredients go into a cauldron the guy that comes out is the cockroach villain from men in black that's basically <laughs> that was basically our guy that was our guide <laughs> that's a that's a perfect visual um yeah all right well i think that's going to do it for today i think we got through some of the things we want to talk about obviously uh, a little bit of preaching in there, a little bit of maybe fantastic uh, pitches for movies, and then obviously great storytelling about uh, what had to be an amazing fishing trip. And, uh, you know, I'm almost very upset that I wasn't there just to be able to absorb more of the ridiculousness that went on there. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it more at some future point. I'm sure we will. Um, but in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Um, Mike, any any parting words? Uh, did, 
I don't want to put you on the, the spot again to try to think of an ad this week. Any any final thoughts, I guess I should say, on your end? I think the only thing that I have to say is just that Pelosi owns the railroads, <laughs> and that's really all you need to know. So next time you see a railroad, just know that uh, it's got Pelosi's name on it. I would love if like an, an article in a week like cites this podcast as spreading like a Pelosi railroad conspiracy. That would be that would make my my life. Dude, I thought that shit was going to happen when the uh, Bill Gates Epstein rumors started going on. I was like, holy shit, is it happening? Oh, my God. Is this like when the the cork of the champagne bottle finally blows off and all the dominoes fall? But then disappointingly, that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of things are a threat. And not to go on another rant, but I feel like a lot of things are a thread away from happening. Like Gates and Epstein breaking and then all this ufo shit that's going on yeah like, oh someone wanted I'm waiting us for to get some into major that. news i'm waiting for some major news we yeah. can get into that next episode yeah but... we can we can talk about that next week i'm sure it'll still be a thing but um yeah any any uh do you want the people to follow you anywhere anything like that no you don't have to follow me uh, i tried to enter a sweepstakes today yeah i was Instagram gonna say account. i was just gonna yeah. say if you do happen to find mike's instagram he posted a great picture of a grill if you are listening please find that picture and please leave a comment saying hey nice grill so that's that's your that's your all that's your task for this week um i'm officially muting mike now on the podcast so he can't say anything else so if you listen to this please find mike's instagram and say hey nice grill as always you can follow me everywhere at matt likes to laugh and one last thing i will say is besides subscribing following sharing this podcast with a friend and leaving us a review is we are considering doing a bonus half hour episode where we strictly talk about either the big topics that we think would be hilarious or topics that you guys send in and want us to talk about within reason, obviously. Some of you sent in some stuff this week that would probably have gotten the show closed down for good. But that is something we are considering doing a bonus half hour episode every week that you may or may not have to sign up for a you know $5 a month Patreon for. Is that something you'd be interested in? Please DM us on Instagram. Uh, let us know. Actually, actually, you can only communicate with us through Tinder, I forgot. But, but send us a message. Let us know. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week, everybody.